Did it do? Did did it do? Fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. Yeah. Let me see what a spring is like on the Jupiter and Mars. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome live on Threshold.fm. Round two. Ding, ding. Coffee and memes. Podcast. Radio show. Live stream. uh, Experience. Experiential podcast, uh, coffee and memes um, from uh, plus size former DJ, high ranking, um, live on a Tuesday night, podcasted on a Wednesday morning. Put down your foreskin, take off your shirt. We're here. We're about it. We them boys. We're here, live, direct. Uh, all the way uh, into your scapula, um, underneath your um, your obliques, um, in between uh, in between your clavicles, and uh, nestling uh, deep within your um, oh, what's the bit at the back of the knee called? Has it got a name? I don't know. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes live on Threshold.fm, podcasted to you through your favourite application, and all scattered across the internet uh, like a bag of Percy pigs flung liberally uh, across a bedsit by a toddler. How are we all? How are we, uh, uh, Discord uh, folks? I see some of the usual uh, weekday offenders already, schloobs. Uh, is there not a real person 425 he's new to the discord i'd say he could be a she could be they then you just can't tell these days and god knows it's wrong to assume bildo's there kipo chris breaks christ what a party what a time to be alive a second episode of season two of coffee and memes fuck my old boots how dare you little bit of housekeeping uh, before we get started, as uh, I suspected this might be the case. Um, as I know what you lot are like, you give an inch, and Christ, you want the whole fucking cake. Uh, so, uh, to answer some of the common questions that I've had throughout the week, uh, predominantly on the gram, uh, but on also the Facebooks, and uh, some people in the Discord, uh, mainly questions surrounding when video. Uh, and the answer to that is a don't know soon, I guess. Uh, so, uh, t- hey, put your hand in your pocket on the Patreon. You might get a video a bit quicker. That's all, all I can say. Uh, the next uh, question is when more than one episode a week? 
so I guess the answer to that is is probably the same. Uh, next week, going to start doing an an additional an an ep, an additional episode per week upon the Patreon. Uh, it's currently the threshold Patreon. Perhaps to make it co- coffee and mains Patreon. And it's the same Patreon. Just you know, you, you get on it. You're going to get an episode, extra episode a week. Get your name at the end of the show. You know how the game works. Again, with the giving the inch and the taking of the mile, many people ask when Rankin's records. Uh, which is not a bad question, really, all things considered. Uh, especially considering uh, that Coffee and Memes is, at present, a shoe throw free zone. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a musicless, uh, barren hellscape. For the time being, anyway, so, yeah, sure, when Rankin's records. Well, yeah, it's worth thinking about, isn't it? I, it's, I, 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 think, I feel, to me, you know, having been out of the loop for quite some time, and, fr- I mean, really, do people, are there really people out there that wish to hear me play modern drum and bass music? Like, what, like, like, what? Like, I, like what? Make a suggestion. Don't leave it all up to me. Christ, like, like what drum and modern drum and bass now is worth playing? And, and don't get, well, I mean, I'm specifically asking you to tell me, but also at the same time, don't at me, don't steam into my DMs. again. Don't with you, just will you not? Okay, no one wants to hear. People want to hear me play modern drum and bass as much as they want me to make dubstep again, which is about four people, and they won't let it go. And quite honestly, I mean, there's probably nothing that I can say, you know. But you, you, I get people, they, they send me a message occasionally. It's nice, obviously, I appreciate it. They say, when will you make something like, and it will be something that came out in 2009, when will you make something like that again? <sighs> Let it go, man. <laughs> God knows I have. I don't know, maybe. Who knows? But I like the idea of maybe an ex, a little Rankins Records once a month or something. Maybe I'll get back on Discogs. God, there's probably a fucking thousand old bits that I don't have in my collection that God knows I should. So, perhaps, man. Come on, man. Anyway, the next one, when... Pff, keeps coming. When Rankin and Friends again. Again, not a bad suggestion, you know. Like, or perhaps we'll just have some guests. Some, like... Some upstanding guests on Coffee and Memes. Like, of course, Sweet Johnny will be back. Love to have Squiff back on the show. I'm sure Jim will make an appearance. Um, and uh, Rosie, uh, Rosie Posey, uh, she's been on at me. I think she's looking at it as some sort of platform to find, find a fella. Um, so, you know, if you're in the market, if you're in the market for a foul mouth broad, she's available. She's available. You know, just send in your application, send in your CV, send in your dating CV. Hey, there's an idea. Not to get too tangential, but what about you? I had to formulate a CV recently. That, oh, God, oh, to get into the trials and tribulations of being a freelance software engineer, web developer, app developer, whatever you want to call it. Depends what company you're in. Like, you know, if you're in a friendly company, you just go, my website's and that. Nah. If you're in someone, if you're in an upmarket establishment, someone asks you, what, what, you know, you go, oh, I'm, I'm an engineer. They go, oh, what sort of, and then you have to sort of walk it back a little bit. Software engineer. All right, what sort of thing? Like, <clears throat> All right, web, websites and apps and that. 
All oh, right, yeah. So you don't like build like skyscrapers or, or no? You're not Isambard Kingdom Brew now. Nah, nah. I'd, like, do you need like Shopify or something? <laughs> anyway, um, what was I getting at? Yeah, I had to make a CV, and that was a deeply unpleasant experience. It was a number of years ago. I sort of promised myself that I'd never, never do that again. But uh, yeah, times times they 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 be a changing. How dare you? Uh, so do we want to right ignore that tangent for a while but ranking and fret yeah why not let's have let's have some interesting guests on that that could be fun uh that that could uh you know separate separate up the lab bible articles for a little bit why not uh not a bad idea so uh, really the crux of all of this is yeah fine suggestions all right you why not maybe sure in a bit I don't know. Let's see how it goes. Give me a fucking minute, all right? Come back. Have two years off. You know, varying varying states of mental degradation. Get it together. Come back. And it's never enough, is it? Never enough. Good God. Um, who said, is this working? What's going on? Please, God, say people can... can. Yeah, right. See, Monkey Z there is in with exactly the sort of message that I get asked randomly on, like, Facebook Messenger. Uh, when are you going to do something like Soul for Tears again? Yeah, when did that come out? 2007? Give me a break. Come on. Christ. Anyway, um, talking about things that used to happen a while ago, also additional questions are... I get getting a lot of where are they nows. Like, where are they nows for the sort of coffee and memes uh, alumni, I guess. Uh, so I've formulated... Uh, well, and as much as making a um, sound effect... Uh, is formulating a segment, which is, really, uh, I've formulated the new coffee, well, not new, it's only going to happen, well, yeah. Where are they now, coffee and memes? Yeah. Wesley Snips, where is he now? Many people want to know where Wesley Snips is now. Well, last I heard from him, which was a, a, a short while ago, he was in Romania. Uh, working as part of Andrew Tate's legal team, uh, heading up what he's calling the Witness Decre- Discreditation Program, uh, which presumably is uh, doing deep dives uh, online on the witnesses uh, looking for uh, looking for bits, you know, to attempt to uh, decredit witnesses. So nice to hear that he's doing well. Nice to know that he's doing something uh, meaningful with his life. Um, maybe. <sighs> Maybe in a few years, you know, we'll be asking you what colour your Bugatti is. You never know. You never know. Uh, next on the list, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Cy Twitty, uh, controller of uh, Trickstar Radio, and um, really the man that the Sigma male uh, meme was invented for. Um, Cy Twitty, the northern legend, a.k.a. Sigma Freud, um... He was living in a car park uh, aboard a unseaworthy sea vessel, um, but now rumour has it that he's living next door to a car park in a shed. Um, and he says that he's going to climb Everest later in the year. All of this is true. Uh, he started a coffee shop. I uh, don't believe he's involved in the coffee shop anymore. Um, but he could be still on the roof. It's possible. Uh, no, he is actually uh, in a shed near a car park. Um, so, you know, God bless him. That's, uh, that's his lot for, for the time being. Sweet Johnny. Uh, alumni. Uh, living legend. 
um, heartthrob, uh, Gen Z psychopath. Uh, he's working actually now helping uh, Donny T on the 2024 campaign, working out of, I believe, the Littlehampton office, uh, which is just a little bit further on from Worthing. Uh, so he's in there shuffling papers around, you know, probably working on the sort of uh, meme strategy, uh, doing a few TikToks and that, just generally trying to conjure up a little bit of uh, a bit of support, you know, for Donny. I mean, God bless him, his, his support has certainly waned in the last couple of years. You know, people want to see him back, people want to see him back in office, you know. Never was there a time that the freer world was more free. The one our boy Donny T was uh, was up there giving it the good stuff would russia be in ukraine right now with you know if he was still in office couldn't possibly say couldn't possibly say uh jim of ranking radio fame um he's still at it uh he got a gastric uh lost a ton of gear uh now he's got a sunday market stall at the marina selling elf bars and off uh off label as empic uh, making good bit of coin out of that, apparently making some folding money. Uh, so that's nice. Um, his missus is pleased about that. Obviously, they get to go out to like the Frankie and Benny's on a on a Friday, and um, you know, put a bit behind the bar. Um, and if you are looking to lose a few quid, then you know, you go down the marina on a on a Sunday. He'll shoot you full of the good stuff. I mean, I don't know. Is anyone in the Discord currently on the Azempic? I know a lot of people are. A lot of a lot of people talking about it. A lot of people going, "Well, maybe I am diabetic. Maybe maybe it's not the worst idea in the world." They claim people are claiming you you lose fifteen percent of your weight. So they're saying Adele was on it. You know, they're saying saying Schofield was on it. They're saying the geezer off the chase was on it. I don't know. If you lose a lot of weight, though, I will say that geezer off of the chase. God, you look at him. He's got a sort of desperate look in his eyes now, though. I mean, I'd, I don't want to say like I'd, I'd preferred him when he was fat, but sometimes it can be a bit can be a bit jarring. I mean, God bless him, and well done for him. Adele as well, like, you know, like, you know, there was a lot to like about him when they had a few quid around them, when they had a sort of, they were a little more on the cuddly side. Now, I mean, well done to him for, you know, for losing the poundage but it's a look of desperation in their eyes it's a look of something you know you're a fat person trapped in a slim person's body it's you, you ever the look of hunger in your eyes like like you'd see in the eyes of a vegan a body crying out for sustenance and a mind refusing to give in so uh, what, why is the noises on for that? Since when did I have the noises on on Discord? Forget it. Ignore it. Um, Squiff, where is she now? She's heading up J.K. Rowling's street team. Uh, not entirely sure uh, what that involves. I presume sort of standard street street team stuff. So like putting up stickers, uh, giving out merch, flyering, bit of door-to-door action. Uh, just spreading a good word and that. You know what I mean? Just doing the Lord's work. Uh, Rosie Posey, as I've mentioned earlier, um, Brighton, Flu- Brighton Food Blog of Fame. Uh, she started a sanctuary for wayward influencers, uh, kind of a bit like a rehab uh, sort of centre where they sort of do benzos and pretend that their life's all right, pretend that their lives have meaning. I mean, they say that you either die young or, you know, live to spend the rest of your days strung out on benzos in a shelter for the pathological narcissists. They do say that. 
And they may well be right. But she's turning the pound note and, you know, that's all. She's not a scrounger, I'll tell you that. You know, she's not a scrounger. And I think that in many ways that's what counts. Look, update on other bits. Last week I, I made threatening behaviour about um, building... Uh, uh, <laughs> building an AI app uh, that could write lab bible articles for me um, and I'm and, and I've started making it and no one is stopping me which is a concern I have uh, started putting together a web scraper uh, which will scrape lab bible articles and prepare them into a format to be ingested into an AI model uh, which can then learn from the journalism of lab bible and uh churn out as many articles as we want at will uh prompt it with the headline you want and have it write the lab bible article for you fantastic um i think and i think a valuable way to spend my time and my open ai credits uh so and like i say nobody's currently stopping me so why not have at it? I mean, I thought you could make one that gener that generated the headlines, another that then wrote the articles. Um, it would mean that you wouldn't have to look at the ads. Uh, yeah, you know, it's lad GPT. Is it, it? It may be a case where I spent too long wondering if I could. Should have spent a little longer wondering if I should. But it remains to be seen. I have found additional sources of nonsense online um mainly the mirror where they do have a lot of stuff actually which i will say that since becoming a uh since becoming a father and therefore being thrust into the adult world a world of responsibility a world of budgets uh a world of screaming uh i different things uh pique my interest and different um let's say causes uh, become more relevant to me uh, one, some causes that I've seen on the mirror seem to be largely based around um, things like uh, usage of bins like my neighbor is using my bins and it's upsetting me and they don't care so that sort of thing as a, as a father as a um, as the head of the as the patriarch of the household as the man that has to do the blue jobs if it comes down to it you know uh, take care of family business uh, so blue jobs could be anything from having a car serviced to uh, taking the rubbish out uh, to doing someone in with a hammer um, should they break and enter blue jobs so th things like you know inappropriate usage of a wheelie bin suddenly I'm more interested in it suddenly I'm like alright well let's let's see I mean is this usage inappropriate or inappropriate usage of one's driveway you know, someone's turning, a neighbour is turning around in the driveway, you don't want them turning around in the driveway. Why are you turning around and get your own fucking driveway? You've got your own driveway and yet you choose to turn around in my driveway. See, then that's where potentially the hammer uh, comes into play. It's a blue job, it's got to be taken, you're not, this isn't going to take care of it, is she? You know, I'm I mean, uh, anyway, so look, I found a quite a, some good bits actually in the mirror on this subject. My neighbour uses my driveway without permission. They are, they have no respect. <laughs> um, so, I, I, of course, I've immediately taken the side of the. Uh, this is a woman. Um, I mean, she should get a husband involved. If she doesn't have one. That's her problem. 
but she should have one. Uh, all women should. Um, all women over the age of 19 uh, should have a husband. Um, and if not, they should at least be on the hunt. I swear to fucking Christ. The People want video, but I mean, that, that can't happen after I've solved the issue of continually getting a headphone cable stuck underneath the wheelie chair. Nothing's going to happen until I get that sorted. Stop shuffling around like a fucking ADHD bellend. Christ. I've got an elf bar today, shouldn't have done that. Awful. Um, like I say, all women over 19 should, should have husbands. And um, The woman has said that she's sick of her neighbours driving over the property to get to theirs. And it shows a dis uh, disregard of respect because they never ask permission. I think it's good that stuff like this makes it to, um, to the tabloid news. I don't know whether or not this was in the actual paper or whether or not it's just a, just a, little, just a little extra source for online. Uh, but nevertheless, here we are. Uh, owning a property with a driveway or otherwise dedicated parking can be bliss. And, oh boy, let me tell you, it is. Um, as it should mean that you never get into parking disputes with other motorists. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> So, well, so they say. But one woman has found out the hard way that some people have no respect for other people's property as her neighbours keep using her driveway without permission, even though they have their own. Christ. Okay. Right. Not good. Uh, a woman explained that her neighbour owns four big cars uh, that they can't park in their driveway without a little extra room. So they often drive over her driveway to get to theirs. Um, but have never asked her if it's okay. You know, in previous years, um, I would have looked at a news story like this and immediately disregarded it, you know, as nonsense, as uh, frivolity, um, as noise, as pointless escapade, uh, wanking into the wind. You know, uh, the news equivalent of a duck farting in the fog. But now, aged nearly 40, um, with a child under my belt, I'm invested. I'm emotionally invested in this woman's plight. I want her driveway free and clear. You know, I don't fucking these four fucking four car Joneses living next door. Christ, you know what? Hey, right, I probably fucking coming on the fucking boats, didn't I? I got put up an hotel, and I got put up an hotel. Now they've probably been given fucking SUVs, taxpayer paid for the SUV, and I'm driving on the driveway. Fucking didn't vote to leave for this sort of thing to keep happening. According to the woman, there's currently no fence separating her driveway from her neighbours, so there isn't anything physically stopping them from driving over her property. Okay, I, I, I could, if uh, required to, propose a solution here. In a post on Reddit... <laughs> I mean, imagine it being your job. I mean, I appreciate this is such a cliche of coffee and memes, but like... Imagine it is your job to trawl Reddit to find, like, minor disputes between neighbours and fashion them into whole news stories. And not only that, it's like, there's, like, a substantial amount of comments on this. And they're not even, like, comments of, like, this is a shithouse news story, what are you doing here? They're, like, comments of people who are genuinely invested, like myself, in the plight of this poor woman. Uh, in a post on Reddit, she said, My next-door neighbours own four or five cars and drive their biggest ones through our driveway at the front of the house and onto theirs. 
I saw it happen a few times, but didn't really understand how often it was happening. We installed cameras, you did the right thing, at the entrance of our property and saw that it was literally happening at least once a day. My neighbour's wife has done this several times. This jumped up blonde bitch in an SUV, oh, it's taken a turn. Uh, no, the neighbour's wife has done this several times on the same day on multiple occasions. We have no idea how long it's been going on for. That's the worst thing, isn't it? You just feel used. You know, you feel like someone has taken liberty with, you know, with your property, with your hard-earned property. What is this? Soviet Russia? You can't even have your own driveway clear of, of communist activity. It's a disgrace. They have their own driveway, but it's easier for them to drive through ours to get to theirs. Look, I would say, look, I've watched a lot of um, police interceptors. I've watched a lot of that. I've watched, uh, I'll watch currently the current tv listings for myself and my infant son teddy are police interceptors um border force and uh gordon ramsay's hell's kitchen that's what we watch in the morning when we do the milky and uh sometimes you know throughout the day depending on what sort of mood ted's in if he wants if he wants a gordon ramsay marathon then he shall have a gordon ramsay marathon if he wants to watch border force australian border force uh which is predominantly um, uh, the saga of uh, Chinese people attempting to bring weird food into Australia um, and the Australian border force, border force not really having any of it. Uh, that's pretty much the gist of the show. Um, every episode's the same and every episode's a banger. You know, you've a family come through and then an Australian gentleman is like, oh, mate, oh, you can... No, 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 no. You're only allowed one suitcase of tiger penis. You can't, you can't, you've got, you've got four suitcases over the limit of tiger penis. How many badges tits have you got in here? You know that's a, that's a controlled food in Australia. And you've got, what's this, 17 pounds worth of badger tits? Oh, no, mate. No, no, no. Shrews eyeballs. How many shrews eyeballs have you got? Oh, this stinks, mate. It's all, no, 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 no. We're going to have to give you a fine. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm sorry about that. We're gonna have to give you a fine. And although the woman has asked them to stop using our property, it hasn't gone well. And as the neighbours refuse to be respectful, she added, "Previously, their kids were dumping their excess garbage in our bins. See now, Jesus Christ! You know now we're, now we're stepping into some grief here. Not only is it a driveway issue, which is, you know, part and parcel with a parking issue. We're now getting into the bins." This is a problem. Previously, their kids were dumping their excess garbage in our bins. They said, we could do the same to them, uh, but we never agreed to do it. But they went ahead and did it anyway. Uh, in addition, they had their guests park in our driveway and in front of our home without permission on several occasions. Not good, is it? I mean, perhaps... I don't know whether or not I would get in trouble for saying that you should go around there and offer them a little FaceTime with Lady Hammer. But... I'm saying it might be worth considering it. It might be worth considering going to B&Q and buying a lump hammer. Um, a persuader is what I commonly refer to mine as. The persuader. And just taking the persuader around there and maybe persuading them about the legs. I wrote them a letter. That was, you did the right thing now, to, you know, to put pen to paper and make it official. I wrote them a letter asking them to stop. But my neighbours responded by berating contractor that was working on our home at the time which ultimately led to a confrontation right outside our home uh, this doesn't appear to be causing any damage to the property as our driveway and front entrance are paved with concrete 
uh, but more the disregard of respect for using someone else's property to conduct their communist business. Fair enough. Commentators on the post were on the woman's side and told her to try putting up a fence or doing some landscaping in her driveway, using rocks to prevent her neighbours from uh, being able to use her property. I would suggest nails. If you don't want to, if you don't want to go down the route of, of violent persuasion, then nails is a nice option. You could super, you could try and make them blend in with your with the tarmac or the the concrete of your driveway, so that they're not initially seen, thus puncturing the tires of the neighbours' SUVs. I I, I think you without a firebomb, I would say that it's it's hard to make a more obvious statement of intent. Uh, than just blowing the tires out. Um, one person said, I use my drive- neighbour's driveway to get out of my drive as my husband's car is always in the way. I asked them if I could do that, though, and they said they were fine with it. Sometimes their truck is in the way, uh, so I can't use my car that day and have to use my husband's. But, th- but it's their driveway, and I don't expect them to accommodate me. One time their husband came round, and while my husband was away, he took me over the kitchen, the kitchen island. And it was fantastic, but that's not really appropriate to this current conversation. Your neighbour sounds disrespectful. They should have asked you. Anyway, it goes on. The comments are, well, okay, why no photo of the driveway? And that's not a bad point, actually. It would be nice to have some better context, really. And ideally, an aerial map would be would be a nice touch. Or at least, like, a location, um, the longitude and latitude, so we can go on Google Maps and have a look for ourselves. Um, uh, someone going by the name Incognito says liberate the air from their tyres uh, it's cruel to keep air imprisoned in a rubber tube I'm inclined to agree uh, someone else says uh, can't you park your car in your drive in such a way as to block access from them a helpful suggestion a helpful suggestion um, no doubt and another says nothing you can do about it maybe put a gate up well so you well you're sort of contradicting yourself there in the same sentence but you know as for parking outside your home without permission uh it's not permission is not required either and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it well <clears throat> i don't know whether or not the woman in question has read this mirror article um or whether or not she knows that it exists um so pot- potentially you know all the offer of support there is um is without merit but hey you know i hope they sort it out because you know i'll be losing my mind there was, I did actually have a, some other bin-related news, um, which is probably important to get into. Um, but, no, I've got, not bin news, but certainly boundary boundary wall news. Oh, so I've just, some of the gif that someone's put in the um, Discord is a classic of the Porsche just driving over the edge. That is, that is top banana. That's <laughs> really nice. Uh, again, from the mirror, I want to put up a fence to stop my neighbour staring at me. But it feels rude. Well, what sort of staring are they doing? This is the same uh, writer, a uh, Zana Eklund, uh, audience writer. What do you think that means? Audience writer. Do you think that perhaps there's a system with the mirror whereby like anyone can sign up and write articles, and just if they happen to do well, they get bunged into like the feed. I don't know. A mum. Uh, has said that her neighbours have been staring at her through a window since having their new driveway put in. So she wants to put up a fence to block their view. Again, this is not the sort of thing that would have tweaked my interest uh, a few years ago, but now I'm all in. Everyone wants to have privacy in their own home, and it can be unsettling to know that strangers are able to peer into your windows, look into your underwear drawer, and see the stains on your scans. 
Or they can access your garden if you don't have a suitable boundary to keep them out. <laughs> I mean, why is this? Is this another analogue for Brexit? Like, what if they were to come over on the small boats? Then what? You know? What if it was your community? What if it was your family? What if they had your penis? What if they took your penis from you and gave it to the Liberals? Is that what Liberals want? Maybe it is. What do Liberals want? I swear to fucking God, I'll tell you what Liberals want. It's to not have this fucking headphone wire tangle up round the chair. Within 30 seconds every time. God, it's makes me so deeply unhappy. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, it's just... Oh, what bad things happen to good people? Keep it off the floor. What if I... Like, I guess I could put it round my head, round my head. Fuck my life. Woman slammed for calling toddler a creep. <laughs> <laughs> After he watched neighbour mow lawn. <laughs> I, listen, listen, they can be pretty creepy sometimes. And if you got some next door neighbour's toddler fucking creeping on you while you're trying to mow the lawn, it's not good, is it? There's some... I mean, one thing that I've noticed since having a child is obviously when it's your child you believe that it is the most beautiful child in the world and everyone else must be jealous of your child because your child is the most beautiful thankfully in my case it's true but to other people it's not you know to other people their children look freakish and ghoulish you know the heads are woefully misshapen the hair is forming in a strange patchy almost sort of male pattern baldness situation on a young girl um some of these these children are sort of strangely mustachioed um from birth um some are born with hair on their balls it's it's very uh, very off-putting very unbecoming i've met some very very unbecoming children i particularly at soft play Take uh, Teddy sometimes to the soft play in Bevingdean, uh, which for those who don't know the Bevingdean area, it is sandwiched uh, betwixt uh, Brighton, uh, the sort of north, uh, the sort of north Brighton Lewis Road area, and the Mooselcombe uh, council estate. Uh, there is yeah, like like lane betwixt uh, those two areas is Bevingdean, uh, which is a sort of rabbit warren of unpleasantness that just goes on and on and on it's much like if you've ever seen the netflix documentary murder mountain uh where the people in northern california sort of grow weed out in the middle of nowhere in the northern california mountains and you've got to ride like a quad bike for like two days up into some like a nightmarish ramshackle hellhole and and you you're sitting there all day chopping up bits of weed with scissors and that Ah, uh, and then they all get Raji start murdering each other. It's a bit like that, um, but in East Sussex, um, just nestled underneath uh, the Sussex Downs. And nevertheless, on a light industrial estate at the end of uh, there, at the end of uh, Bevingdean, is the Bevingdean Funplex, um, which is a kind of... Um, it's a warehouse. Uh, it's a warehouse with... sort of... Uh, kind of... Yeah, essentially, it's a, it's a sort of padded adventure playground. In there, it smells of sick, uh, smells of feet. Uh, there's a lot of screaming 
in there and the times that I visited we had one particular time where I visited there uh, with Teddy he was young at the time eight months perhaps he was given a balloon and if you ever want to make your baby or your child a, a real target for trouble just tie a balloon to them uh, I tied the balloon to him because, you know, he's a little ham-fisted, perhaps not quite so understanding that if you let go of the balloon, it'll fly away and never get it back. So I just tie it to his arm, can't get away, job's a good one. Put him back into the soft play area, and then, very much like the film The Birds, the other children just sort of descended on him um, with their own personal designs on the balloon. They start tugging at the balloon, which of course is attached to him. They start trying to run off of the balloon. Again, it's attached to him. All hell is breaking loose. So I'm trying to wrestle the balloon back from these children. Uh, one of the children, a quite ghoulish looking imp, uh, spat at me. Spat at me and bit me. And then after wrestling the balloon off her, she then picked up Teddy's lunchbox and ran off with it up into the sort of eaves of the adventure playground and i had to give chase to a child that i you know i've never met before uh, a deeply unpleasant uh, ghoulish uh, feral little nightmare um imp get up into the very sort of like upper quarters of this place and then try and wrestle a lunchbox from her while she screamed and bit me I should have had a tetanus shot, really, and I had to try and wrestle this thing from her. And then after getting it back, she grabbed onto me, she was kicking me, biting me, and I was sort of dragging her along by the legs. I mean, it was a terrible ordeal. Couldn't find the parents. Couldn't find the parents. I mean, maybe she was... Maybe she didn't have parents. Maybe she was an orphan child. Um, rightly so, if she was. She didn't deserve parents, a child like that. Grotesque, she was. It was, it was steeply, a deeply upsetting experience. Um, but that's Bevingdean for you. I don't know how I've gotten to Bevingdean. Look, women's slammed for calling toddler a creep. I'm on her side, initially. Um, I've gone off this uh, fence story. Uh, I think, you know... Well, I think you sh she should put the fence up, and I think she should put a sign on the fence. Um, just, I don't know. Well, just put a Trump 2024 sign on it. That's You know, that should state your intentions. Woman slammed for calling toddler a creep after he watched neighbour mow lawn. A woman felt uncomfortable being watched by a little boy and told his mum, who grew up to be a creep. <laughs> oh, you can just imagine though, you're out there trying to mow the fucking lawn and the ghost of Wee Willy Winky staring at you from next door. Some little omen child. You don't need it. Babies and toddlers are naturally curious, but it's not uncommon to find your little ones staring at the world around them as they try to process what's happening, especially if they're, this is the same writer, same journalist. And that's exactly what one mum caught her little boy doing uh, when he sat himself down at the edge of the garden to watch his neighbour mow the lawn, as he was amazed by the noise the machine made. But while the mum found her 18-month-old son's fascination amusing, the neighbour had a little less tolerant approach. She shouted at the mum and accused the toddler of being a creep. Listen, yeah, we've only got we've only got the toddler mother's word to go on here. There's no picture of the toddler, um, so we can't judge for ourselves. We can't judge for ourselves the creepiness of the aforementioned infant. I suspect dark, sunken eyes, cone head, um, Primark t-shirt with like a digger on it, or something, or like a t-shirt that says like I paused my game to be here something like that um and uh swastika tattoo on forehead 
The teen accused the mum of allowing her son to grow up to be a creep. Um, and the mum quickly took her child back inside after the interaction and made him start crying. Well, you've got to learn somehow, haven't you? If you're going to start creeping on the next-door next door neighbour's teen, you've got to be a little bit more clandestine about it. You can't just steam in there, you know, with the creep. You've got to creep from a distance. You know, you've got to creep from behind a curtain or through a telescope or online. You know, I guess he's only, eight, he's only 18 months. He's, you know you got to learn these things, don't you? But, you know, my recommendation for the kid when he grows up is just to keep you creeping online. You know, again, this is from Reddit. Um, This is someone's job, is to just to go through Reddit and... Uh, look, here's another one. My neighbour kicks... Uh, my neighbour's kid kicks ball over my fence every day. It's ruining my life. I... Whose side are we on for this? You know, it... Ruining your life? That seems excessive. Who am I getting direct messages from now? What's this message request from? Um, uh, sorry, I've just, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be answering. You know, messages on your time. Someone's messaged me about a Zempic. Anyway, anyway, uh, my neighbour's kid kicks balls over the fence every day. It's ruining my life. Uh, the mum is at her wit's end uh, with her neighbour's kid as they keep kicking balls over the fence. And now she hates the garden and her toddler struggles to sleep. <sighs> Alright, look, that's enough sort of cul-de-sac news. I refuse to pay friend's vet bill after I injured her dog. She says I'm irresponsible. Um, you kicked my dog. Now my dog needs operation. Uh, my neighbours throw rubbish into my bins without asking and laugh about it. Well, it seemed pretty hilarious. Look, we can look at this um, writer, this uh, uh, Zana Eklund. Uh, Zana Eklund is an audience writer at The Mirror uh, where they have worked, where they okay, have worked since 2021. Uh, they cover, life, cover lifestyle and weird news. Okay. Um, and regularly report on the latest cleaning hacks. What a life. Baby name trends and dating shocks. Uh, they are particularly interested in stories impacting women in the LGBT, uh, LGBTQ plus community. Uh, Zana previously worked as a showbiz journalist for a news agency. If you think you have a story, get in touch. Well, well, well. Um, so, such classics as my mum is demanding I wear her old wedding dress, but I hate it, so I sold it. Um, woman has strict rules about family's Disney holiday, including no sleeping past 8am. They're big hitters. You cannot deny these are big stories. Uh, my colleague charged guests for food at wedding. I got McDonald's instead. Uh, I earn more than my boyfriend, but he wants to spit bills proportionally. He wants to split bills proportionally, but I refuse. My picky eater girlfriend embarrassed me at a restaurant, so I left her there. Okay, look, let's, you know, we've only got a quarter of an hour left. Let's turn to Lab Bible and just, you know, get into the real good stuff. Study proves short person syndrome as they are more likely to be psychopaths. What drum have I been beating for God knows how many years? A, look it up. Look up the height, look up the average height of a dictator. And I'll tell you what, it's under six foot. Turns out small man syndrome might be a real thing, as a new study has found out that shorter people are more likely to be psychopaths. Yes, 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 they are closer to hell. Okay? 
everybody knows this. I'm glad that there's now science backing it up. US scientists have studied the condition, also known as Napoleon Complex, and discovered that smaller people are more likely to have dark triad personality traits. <laughs> oh, so what's that? Psychopathy? Uh, narcissism? Machiave- Machiavellianism? Uh, these include characteristics like lack of remorse, an inflated se- sense of self-importance, and narcissistic tendencies. Um, the study which was published... Uh, which was published the person oh man there's no again there's no copy editing on this uh, the study which was published in the personality and individual differences journal also found that shorter people are more likely to be antagonistic as they try to offset the disadvantages they encounter due to their height uh the study was conducted on uh, oh big sample size 367 people using crowdsourcing website amazon's <laughs> amazon's mechanical turk uh, and it's and it's hoped that the findings will lead to more research. Uh, participants had to complete the Dirty Dozen Dark Triad Questionnaire, uh, which is a standardised test for dark traits. Well, fuck me if we're not going to have a look at the Dirty Dozen Dark Triad Questionnaire right now. How many questions do they have on that? This sounds like it will make for good, uh, good listening. The Dirty Dozen. God damn, the Dirty Dozen Dark Triad Dirty Doo-Doo down in the dirty dungeon okie dokie the dirty diet the dirty dozen dark triad questionnaire the dirty dozen test is a scientifically validated and shortened version of the dark triad test like the dark triad test the dirty dozen measures the socially uh, undesirable traits of narcissism machiavellianism and psychopathy the dark triad test is often used by police and the courts in psychiatric wards and evaluators and even in big corporation. Let's do the goddamn dirty dozen doo-doo test. I tend to lack remorse. Uh, disagree pretty strongly on that one. I am riddled with regret. Uh, I tend to not be too concerned with the morality of my actions. Well. Hmm. Um. Okay, we'll go... We'll go sit somewhere in the middle for that one perhaps I tend to expect special favours from others uh, no I don't expect jack shit from anybody I tend to be cynical <laughs> uh, okay let's put agreed not all the way to the end but let's go three quarters I used flattery to get my way <laughs> uh, no um, I tend to want others to admire me I don't want others to hate me. Um, I admire, sure, not all the way. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. I have used deceit or lied to get my way. No, uh, I don't think I'm deceiving anyone with anything. <laughs> yeah, every, everyone knows what I'm about, and it ain't much. Uh, I tend to exploit others towards my own end. I wish I had the opportunity to. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, I've you know I've always said that I've been desperate to try and find some sort of situation where I can foster a culture of fear. Uh, tried to many times in my own household. That's immediately been thwarted by Haley. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd have to be in a situation where people would take me seriously. I tend to exploit others towards my own end. Uh, no, uh, I tend to be callous or insensitive. 
Hey, let's keep that one in the middle, shall we? Unintentionally, uh, but I've had my moments. I tend to watch others to pay... I tend to want others to pay special attention to me. No, you're right. Uh, I tend to seek prestige or status. Well, I quite like a, clearly quite like attention. Uh, but status, you know, what? Retired dubstep DJ. Uh, let's go with somewhere in the middle. I tend to manipulate others to get my way. Nah. Uh... Okay, where are we? Um, okay, I'm below average on narcissism. That's good. Uh, below average on... Oh, okay. <laughs> below average on narcissism. 31% on the uh, on the narcissism scale. Um, with the... Uh, oh, you don't get to see what the... The average is... I would guess it's looking like about 40%. I'm 31%. Machiavellianism, 19%, uh, with the average looking at about 30%. Uh, psychopathy, 44%, uh, with the average looking like about 20%. <laughs> uh, and overall average, I'm 31%, which is 2% lighter than the average person. So how about that? Even with my wildly above average psychopathy are still coming out slightly below average on the cunt scale so that's all right isn't it um explanation of traits narcissism is an egotistical interest in or admiration of oneself narcissists tend to be excessively preoccupied with themselves and motivated by getting admiration from others and maintaining a grandiose self-image well yeah I, I i don't think i portray a grandiose self-image um be uh being narcissist because narcissists are so preoccupied with getting others to buy into their self-image they may initially seem charming um i don't think i've ever initially seemed charming uh but most narcissists have trouble developing real relationships on account of their difficulty with empathy lack of interest in others machiavellianism is a char is characterized by duplicitous interpersonal style a cynical disregard from morality for morality and a focus on self-interest and personal gain People who score higher Machiavellianism tend to be unemotional and take an instrumental view of others. Psychopathy um, is mainly around being a really cool guy. So if you're above average and a psychopath, oh, mama, you're going to be the life and soul of the party. Uh-huh. Particularly if it's a bro-step party in 2011. Oh, mama. Yeah. Psychopathy is identified as the telltale sign of shallow emotional responses. <laughs> the underdeveloped effect of uh, psychopaths uh, endow them with a high stress tolerance, low empathy, and little guilt, and uh, prompts them to seek out extremely stimulating activities, sex, violence, drugs, uh, financial risk, dubstep, uh, resulting in impulsivity and a disposition towards interpersonal conflict. Personality traits associated with psychopathy include lack of empathy or remorse, antisocial behaviour, and dubstep. So there it is. 2% um, lighter than the average person. Chalk that one up, baby boys and baby girls. The Feathery King, a.k.a. the Black Barry White, a.k.a. Sigma Freud. I don't know, I don't know. I'll take it as well. It's fine, isn't it? Sure. 
Paulie Paulie the pimp is here. He's woken up at uh, twenty to five in the morning in a fictional country. Listen, it's dedication, man. It's dedication. Right, look, we've got eight minutes left. Where where are we? We were talking about how dreadful short people are. <coughs> ah, they're all right. They're fine, aren't they? They're okay by me. Uh, participants, yeah, yeah, dirty dozen. Uh, they had to rank how strongly they agree with very. Yeah, we've done all of this. It's fine. Whatever, man. It's cool. It's no problem. Charles Bronson calls out Ant Middleton and offers uh, offers him a straightener uh, in rare new prison footage. Um, Charles Bronson has called out Ant Middleton on a video call, claiming he'd like to have a boxing match with the former SAS Who Dares Wins star. My money would be on Charlie B, uh, quite honestly. I went recently by accident uh, to an Ant Middleton uh, a live event, I guess. A friend of mine had been given tickets. Uh, so that's that's the sort of distance that I'm uh, taking from, uh, from Ant Middleton. Uh, I didn't get the tickets, and the person that I went with they were given the tickets. So there's a sort of degrees of separation there, which I feel is appropriate to point out. Uh, it was an Ant Middleton live gig at the Brighton Centre. I assumed uh, that it was going to be him telling, telling a few war stories and that. Nope. It was him doing a, a motivational talk about um, what he had developed, uh, a unique perspective of looking at the world uh, he had developed, and it was called the default positive mindset. Okay, now pfft, sounds pretty far out, right? And pretty new. And I don't think anyone has really thought about this before. Um, but his way of looking at stuff is that you should, by default, in an ideal world, look at stuff positively. Um, you know, some people might lump it in with such you know idioms as always look on the bright side of life uh or you know keep your chin up or you know many of the other things that you know may sound very similar to Ant Middleton's advice but I I, I can confirm that it is actually a deeply unique unique way of thinking about things that Ant Middleton has come up with all by himself all four foot seven of him uh yeah it was a, it was a truly peculiar experience we left halfway through we left at the the interval even though even though for a large part of the first half uh, he spent promising that in the second half he would address the controversy around him being booted out of uh, channel 4 um after tweeting some iffy bits about uh, BLM uh, but he was making sure to save that to the very end of the show, obviously to prevent people like me leaving, which we did anyway. Um, but yeah, he's very small, Ant Middleton, very small, very, very small. I, my guess would be 5'6". Um, we can look it up, actually. And Middleton, height. That's a high search. 5'8". Uh, Bullshit. Bullshit. Five seven in heels. He's very small. Um, so, and as far as I'm aware, Charlie B, Charlie Bronson is a, is actually quite a quite a big fella. And you know, I get you're sure he's not been in the SAS, but he has been, you know, fucking 
you know, banging out guards at Strangeways for a very, very long time. So I don't know. My money would be on the on on the big man. Uh, there is some footage apparently, but no, it's not loading up. Don't know why. Charles Bronson anyway has called out Ant Middleton on a video call, claiming that he'd like to have a boxing match with the former SAS Who Dares Win star. I want to see the footage. Why is the footage not working? Come on, let's have a little re fucking reload on that. No, what's that blocked for? Is it the ad blocker? Don't make me turn the ad blocker off on that Bible, please don't. Oh God, uh, I won't do it. I'm not. I don't want to see the footage enough. Uh, as you're no doubt aware, Bronson, who's been in prison for nearly fifty years. Christ, he's old now. Okay, so it's, I guess Middleton's got the edge on him, you know, age-wise. Uh, he, he's to have a public parole hearing next week, uh, which he hopes that he'll be get, he'll be given his freedom. Uh, he's spoken in the past about his desire to spend his days concentrating on his art. I'd quite like to buy some Charles Bronson art. You can get it for a pretty reasonable price on eBay. Like, I mean, like 100 quid or something, perhaps less. Because he churns out quite a decent amount of it. Um, it's very... Um, he very much has a style like you can you can spot it up and it's it's there's some pretty yeah it's it's pretty bonkers as you can imagine but i mean that sounds like a fun thing to collect the pair clashed back in 2020 sort of after bronson took umbrage at how middleton dealt with katie price during her appearance on celebrity version of who dares wins uh, as reported in the Daily Star, Bronson said at the time, no man on this planet should talk to a woman the way he did. Who does he think he is? Nice. The way he spoke to her was a fucking liberty. She's a good fucking mother. Right, fair enough. Bad driver. But, sure. He seems to be referring to a show... Oh, no, is that not still the quiet? He seems to be referring to a show in which uh, Price lasted just, lasted just 48 hours, with Middleton at one stage getting right in her face. Asking if she was taking the piss. Anyways, they seem to have struck a nerve with Charlie B. Uh, in the footage, an incredibly rare sighting of Bronson on video shared by the Anything Goes with James English YouTube page. Uh, the prisoner says, Just say to him, get the message to him. I'll tackle him in a fucking straightener. Nice. Uh, asked about whether, the, whether three two-minute rounds would do the job, he replied, No. More... <laughs> No, more than that fucking hell. I won't go one round anyway. I'll smash the fucking granny out of the cunt. Smash him to fucking pieces. <laughs> he continued, I don't mean to be nasty. I'm not nasty, but he deserves a fucking good hiding. <laughs> the way he talks to people, who is he? Who the fuck is he, short-ass little git? <laughs> uh, with the rise of celebrity boxing, which culminated in blah, 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 Tommy Fury joke, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's take a look at what we didn't get through today. Uh, why men should masturbate 21 times a month, according to science. A uh, woman addicted to eating toilet roll. Uh, Mum says it's like crack. Gladiator's wolf, says other contestants took advantage of their fame. What is Gladiator wolf up to these days? £10 says he has a podcast where he talks about cancel culture. Hundred percent, he has some sort of free speech podcast, <laughs> or he does natty and not videos on YouTube. I don't know, man. Uh, one of the most, yeah. Let's let's leave Wolf for now. Man has penis chopped off after doctor's medical mistake ends in amputation disaster. It's every man's worst nightmare. 
It's every man's worst nightmare. Um, yeah, Bill's found, found the video. Yeah, it's... um. He's looking good, I must say. Charlie Bronson is looking fine for... A, I mean, how old is he? I guess he's, what, in his late 60s? Yeah, still got the glasses, still got a decent moustache. Great stuff. Christ. Schlubes has posted a gif of Jet from Gladiators. Wow. She really was... She really was the gal back in the 90s. Young boy of... How old would I have been? Ten, perhaps. Man, she was she was a dream woman. Five foot six inches, nine stones, six pounds. Lovely to put her, put her weight on there. Thirty nine inch chest, twenty six inch waist, thirty five inch hips. Mama, oh mama, Jet, incredible. Well, anyway, I've got to do some research now into Jet from Gladiators. Ah. Uh, so that's going to take me through until next week. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, same time next week. Uh, and like I say, next week, there'll also be additional action on the Patreon. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, there'll be a link in the podcast uh, details, notes, description, uh, whatever it is. Uh, get on there. Get name at the end of the show. Get extra episode. Uh, get 10 plus uh, XP. Um, get 50% off at Greg's, um, get uh, respect from your friends and family, finally, the respect of your friends and family that you may or may not deserve, but hey, what are we doing? Guys, I love you all, Uh, I will see you on the flip side, whenever that might be, God bless you all, Hare Krishna. Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. How dare you? How dare you? Come on, man. I'm gonna come. Come on, man.